0: It's another episode of On the Edge with Andrew Gold. I've got my old mate Aaron Smith-Levin, who's brilliant. He's from the YouTube channel Growing Up in Scientology, so do go check that out. And he's noticed something about John Travolta and his role in Scientology. And it looks like things are looking bleak for that. And we'll go into that and also talk about uh, the history of John Travolta, whether he was mates with Tom Cruise or... Why John isn't quite as close with the leader of Scientology, David Miscavige. So that's all going to be spoken about today. It is a bit of a shorter one. We did this live, and it was really interesting just chatting with uh, Aaron. It was a little bit off the cuff, um, but there's big stuff coming up. Is you know on this channel, lots of big announcements and things to be made soon. Uh, some big changes in directions. I think a lot of you guys are going to be really pleased with. But now you're on the edge of John Travolta and Scientology with Aaron Smith-Levin. You have a theory about John Travolta and Scientology. Uh, What is
1: it, Aaron? Well, let's see. I don't know if I would call it a theory. I call it an observation. Okay. We'll start there. Now, I grew up in a cult. I don't know the difference between a theory and an observation, but we'll just run with this. (laughs) Okay. So, okay, there was just this huge event that Scientology held, their first uh, such large event in four years in uh, St. Hill, England. And this event is the anniversary of what Scientology calls the International Association of Scientologists. It's a big deal in Scientology, it's their membership organization. Okay. Now, one of the things that this event uh, uh, they're supposed to do is, you know, do you remember when Tom Cruise got his big award from Scientology that everyone makes fun of it, the big Freedom Medal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an IAS Freedom Medal. That that is an award. Um, The IAS every year at this event, Scientology gives like two or three or four Scientologists this award. It's like the most prestigious award a Scientologist can be given. So all Scientologists who've received this award, theoretically, are supposed to reconvene in St. Hill every year and take a photo of all of the, you know, it's like the fraternal order of IAS Freedom Medal winners. It's a big deal if you're a freedom medal winner you above all other scientologists really should be at that event now it was kind of a big deal that tom cruise showed up to this event this year but i think it's as much of a big deal that john travolta didn't now you know let's be very clear we're in total speculation land but the speculation i have about john travolta is not just about whether he showed up to this event or not my speculation about john travolta (laughs) Is examining things that have happened over the last many, 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 many years, and not, not, to, not uh, also to include the passing of his of his wife Kelly, who by many accounts was more of the diehard Scientologist than John Travolta oh, was. Oh wow! I mean, I think most people who know the two of them will tell you that uh, John Travolta is really kind of a, a carefree, live and let live, let everyone be happy, whereas uh, Kelly was more of a very militant. Scientologists live by our rules or you're out ethics, which is all, um, you know, I don't know, kind of a big contradiction because, you know, the one thing that is, you know, John Travolta is famous for is being a basically closeted bisexual. Hmm. And I've always felt very bad that John Travolta is part of an organization that looks down on people like him and thinks that people like him are an ill on society, and they need to be fixed, and they need to be cured, and they are destructive individuals, and and they're perverts, and they abuse children. That's what Scientologists thinks about everyone who's not straight. And John Travolta knows this more than anyone. And I've always felt bad that he has to live his life amongst peers in whose company he needs to feel ashamed of himself. And so then his wife passed, and I was like, finally, John's going to be able to just live his life without being spied on without worrying about being reported without having to be secretive about everything and and i do assume he's he's doing that um but he's always been extraordinarily complimentary of scientology in the press and i do believe that scientology has helped him in his times of need like very intentionally so like Dispatch people and assign them to John until he feels better about whatever, you know, whatever he's going through. And if he showed up to this IAS event, that would have been a very, very clear signal that he is still on board. He's, you know, still a true believer, a soldier for Miscavige. And, you know, look, like I said, we're in speculation territory. I just do very much feel that Tom Cruise's presence at that event is as much of a message as John Travolta's absence from that event. And I just thought it was worth commenting on.
0: I think it is. And I think you mentioned his closeted bisexuality. Of course, that was picked up by South Park. There have also been, which we could talk about later, allegations uh, from male masseurs about John Travolta. They're just allegations. They're in lots of publications. So we're not saying they're true or or not necessarily. Um, but one other common theory and I I think even South Park might have touched upon this, is that he and Tom Cruise, well, probably not Tom Cruise actually, but John Travolta is only still in Scientology because they must have so much on him that he doesn't want out. I mean, is that possible?
1: I've been very clear in all of my content that I don't believe that is true. Uh, And I think a lot of people are go, how could you say that? Oh, I'm not (laughs) saying Scientology doesn't have all the dirt on them. Believe me, Scientology has all the dirt and then some. It's just that in my experience being in Scientology, that's dirt that people very willingly give up in their auditing sessions. Like, uh, again, I know people are gonna go, what, this guy must still be a Scientologist. Um, Look, even I, at no point in my path out of Scientology, at no point, until they literally put up a website about me, you know, the night my episode of Scientology in the aftermath, uh, the Leah Remini show aired. At no point did I ever have the idea of, oh, I better not do X, Y, and Z because Scientology will try to blackmail me. Uh, At no point in my time in Scientology did I see or hear or ever witness or ever even read that something like this would ever occur where a Scientology official sits someone down and says, if you leave Scientology, we're going to publish X, Y, and Z. That's just not how Scientology works. I do absolutely understand why people would come to that pretty, pretty easy and natural conclusion that, oh, they blackmail people into staying. Scientology doesn't blackmail people into staying. They do try to destroy your life if you leave and speak out. You'd think there would be more blackmail along the way. <laughs> now, Scientology does blackmail people into donating money they don't blackmail people into staying in scientology i mean i feel like i can say that with confidence i'm not even sure many former scientologists would even disagree with that statement in fact everyone i've spoken to on this subject would say yes you're right they don't actually blackmail you to stay so andrew if you ever um encounter someone who says that they do uh we we could have a nice little friendly three-way moderated discussion on it because i think oftentimes when former members say something that seems to be at odds with each other, they're talking about different specific circumstances and they're not actually disagreeing with each other in the macro sense.
0: Is there not also, maybe there's just a dispute over semantics here uh, because blackmail, I suppose, is saying, it's it's an, an act of commission. It's you saying, if you leave, we will do this. Whereas what's actually happening is other people are leaving and Scientology does make these big websites about all of these people. And if they make a website about you or even Mike Grinder or whoever else it might be, that's one thing. But one of the most famous actors in the world might not want a website like that. Isn't, isn't that blackmail as an act of omission instead of
1: commission, in a sense? So that's an excellent point. And and, and sh- yes, that's a, that's a great point. There's another more vicious form of blackmail that occurs that doesn't have to do with we're going to publish your secrets. And that's something that doesn't even need to be said to Scientologists. Although to be honest, it does sometimes get said. If you do X, Y, and Z, you will be expelled and you will lose all of your friends and family and everyone you've ever known. That's more damaging to anyone than we're gonna tell everyone you're gay when everyone already thinks you're gay anyway. So who gives (laughs) it? Like like, everyone thinks so is gay. Like confirming it is not going to do anything to this guy's life. And and by the way, it's not just the tabloid speculation. I mean, even Mike Rinder's uh, book, you know, tells an anecdote of you know Mike being dispatched by Miscavige to go prep Travolta for um, a red carpet appearance where it was suspected that John Sweeney might be ambushing Travolta on the red carpet to ask him questions about David Miscavige beating people. And Mike showed up to the Four Seasons in London or something like this and went up to John's hotel room late at night and his, his male masseuse was there and, you know, kissed him on the mouth and said, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be in the bedroom and and like, like this isn't being reported as if it's scandalous. I I don't think there's an ounce of scandal involved in, in John Travolta being bisexual. Like who gives a shit? Wow. The scandal is that Scientology hates people like John Travolta and John Travolta has continued to be a member for his own reasons. That's what I think is the scandal. Anyway, isn't it funny though, that as we know,
0: related to the tone scale in Scientology that, as you said at the beginning, homosexuality is, is more than frowned upon, that when Mike Rinder, one of the top Scientologists at the time, went to see John Travolta, he was just openly, according to Mike, openly kissing his masseur or masseuse, male masseur it would be.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's Look, John Travolta, by all accounts, I ne- you know. You I never knew him personally, is not someone who's been particularly careful about hiding this part of his life.
0: <laughs> Evidently.
1: And, I, but any Scientologist knows that Scientologists think that if this is how you are, there's something very deeply wrong with you. Um, and it, it, I think it's one of the reasons why David Miscavige has this great, you know, bromance with Tom Cruise, but not John. I think it's one of the reasons that Tom and John do not get along or particularly like each other, but by all accounts of people who who knew them, you know, Um, I think that is like to a Scientologist, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating um, to uh, be that way. And Uh, you know, if John Travolta would ever leave Scientology, I don't, I would never expect him to speak publicly about it. Because honestly, he's just such a genuinely good-hearted, kind, caring person. He wouldn't want to hurt the people who he loves who are still in Scientology. Like, he's just not a vicious guy. Interesting. (sighs) But so so you go, well, how would we ever know if he left? I mean, unless he were to ever publicly say something, which I wouldn't expect him to, we can only, only ever figure it out by his lack of participation. Now, look, if he shows up to the next IAS event, then fine. He's still a Scientologist. But after four years, and this is actually why it was a big deal, because David Miscavige hasn't held an event such as this one in almost four years. And you know, the IAS is considered like Scientology's war chest. It's considered the organization that is... Ensuring the survival of Scientology, fighting on the front lines of you know evil attacks from psychiatrists against Scientology. It's fighting for the salvation of mankind. It's also David Miscavige showing up in person to MC this thing, and uh, and then you have the component of all the IAS Freedom Medals, Freedom Freedom Medal winners. Hmm. How many people have won that? So if you say two or three a year, and I forget what the anniversary was, I'm just gonna um, pull one out of my ass and say thirty. So. Hmm. Possibly a hundred to one hundred and fifty, maybe. Like it's a very small number.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And and he just didn't turn up. And that that is quite interesting. And would you say then John really could just be gone? He's. He, it is
1: possible he is just not a Scientologist anymore. Depends on what we mean by not a Scientologist, because even Scientologists or former Scientologists will have trouble telling you when exactly they left, because yeah. it's not like a, a switch that you turn off and on. So like, let's, let's say John, let's say if John Travolta's kids all have really good friends who are Scientologists, whose parents are Scientologists, uh, John might just chose to not actively participate, but a Scientologist would still consider him a Scientologist in good standing. Perfect example. I did an interview last week with, um, Navarone, uh, Priscilla Presley's son. And I asked, he said his, his mom has not been involved in Scientology since about 2012 2014, I forget which year it was, when Lisa Marie Presley had a, a showdown with David Miscavige via his sisters. In, in not, a, a, and after this showdown that Lisa Marie Presley had with Miscavige, Priscilla held a family meeting and told everyone, we're out of Scientology. Okay. We're never going back. To this day, a Scientologist would probably still tell you that Priscilla Presley is a Scientologist. Um, Priscilla Presley's never spoken out publicly. She's never been declared or a suppressive person or expelled from Scientology. She's never a Scientologist, to my knowledge, have never been told they have to disconnect from Priscilla Presley. And yet it sounds, seems like Priscilla, certainly Navarone would tell you, Priscilla's not a Scientologist. I think the same loose language would probably apply to John Travolta. In John Travolta's mind, he might go, I love Scientology, I love L. Ron Hubbard, I love the tech, but I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to participate anymore because I just want to live my real life. So you go, so is he or isn't he? I would say he's not. <laughs> if, if that's what's going on in his mind, I would say he's not. Mm. But Scientology would still say, well, he's still in good standing. He's never been declared. He's never been anything. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's a language problem, really. A few
0: decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private. What's changed? Alison Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcasts. yeah, it is, and and I I agree with you. I would say if he's not doing auditing for years at a time, if he's not doing any of that I would say, I don't really think he is either. You said something really interesting before. I mean, everything you say is interesting, but it was one thing I picked up on uh, about Tom and David being more chummy than um, David Miscavige and John Travolta because John is gay. Um, I mean, that South Park episode, of course, made those same jokey allegations about Tom Cruise trapped in the closet. Um, But would that suggest that Tom is a bit more of a ladies' man? Are they sort of these David
1: and Tom out on the town talking about women and stuff? If they're talking about women, they're only talking about the fact that Tom Cruise can't find a woman. Uh, (laughs) David Miscavige is next-level homophobic. so. And David Miscavige has full access to everyone's auditing files. So Dave Miscavige ain't going to be having a bromance with anyone who's, uh, who's got gay tendencies or whatever the right word would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I've never heard a single person who's ever had anything to do with Tom Cruise's auditing in Scientology say that Tom Cruise is anything but aggressively heterosexual. So I know people love to make fun of Tom for that. And I think it's funny that they do. And I guess I don't know where the origins of that come from uh but you'll never hear me implying that Scient- that that tom is gay because i just have zero reason to believe that he is and if and and if it was anything like that miscavige wouldn't want to be having anything to do with him in my personal opinion okay that's interesting because i remember hearing as well that miscavige um
0: was recording tom cruise was that right he was recording him like secretly during his auditing
1: oh absolutely Absolutely. Almost all auditing sessions are recorded as a matter of due course. Uh, I think what was scandalous about the story that you're referencing is, uh, Tom Cruise very specifically said he did not want his sessions recorded, these particular auditing sessions. So they moved him to another space that Tom didn't think was being recorded, and yet it was being recorded, not only without his knowledge, against his will. And that is unacceptable. I think by anyone's standard. So, uh, all, uh, yeah, auditing, uh, like having your auditing sessions recorded in Scientology isn't, um, scandalous. It's actually expected. To, it's actually expected because it's considered to be a way that the, um, the person, the case supervisor who's responsible for overseeing the, um, quality of the auditing it's, it's one of the ways that they would be able to make sure that what the auditor is reporting in the auditing worksheets is accurate. Sometimes auditors will misreport things in the worksheets to make themselves look better make it look like the session went I better know. than it really did. I can imagine
0: that and pressure to, to make it look like you did <laughs> a good job.
1: Yes. Now imagine the pressure of doing an auditing session knowing uh, anyone could be actually looking in live and seeing what you're doing. And so if you're gonna lie, they're gonna see you're gonna lie. You know, like- <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
0: Either, it's, way. It's either way it's insane it really is um, do you think Tom Cruise is aware we'll get back on Tra- Travolta in a second do you think he's, does he I mean we know this does Cruise know this that he's been filmed by his best mate record, sorry, audio recorded by his best mate things like this
1: does he know that that occurred against his will in that time and in that place I hmm. doubt it I don't think Tom's watching SPTV unfortunately
0: he might be we, we've talked about this before haven't we that we f- sort of forget that these people are real people I mean he's got YouTube, same as the rest of us. There's nothing on Netflix. There's nothing on Amazon Prime. Sorry to those guys. They're never going to hire me, and if you nod, never going to hire you for any shows or anything. But there's just nothing on there. Maybe everyone else thinks there is, but YouTube's got loads of stuff. So if I'm Tom Cruise, I might just flick on the YouTube. Maybe type my own name in. I'm sure he's watched some of this stuff, but he just wouldn't believe any of it, would he? So, I I choose to believe Tom Cruise relaxes
1: by. I choose to believe he relaxes by watching his own movies.
0: (laughs) yeah go on there's me saving the world again saving the world from the reactive mind um so is okay what about Tom Cruise and John Travolta because I don't think I've ever seen I'm sure or I have seen there's one picture I've seen of them together I mean you'd think these are the two big buddies it's like me and you on YouTube we're big mates and we're often seen together talking together what about
1: Tom Cruise and John Travolta the people, the former Scientologists I know who had anything to do with those worlds say that those two do not like each other. Ooh. Which is a little I weird, understand. right? Because the opening scene of Jerry Maguire is Tom Cruise banging John Travolta's wife. Yikes. What? Is that right? Is that the opening scene or it's, it's an early scene? Kelly Preston no, but, played the goodness. wife, uh, the girlfriend of Tom Cruise that he was engaged to. And they have this scene where he's like, they're banging against the refrigerator. And then, but she's like, She's a real ball buster. Like she's like, and then he, he breaks up with her and she like, you know, the famous scene where she punches him right in the face with a big ring on her and then he breaks up with her and gets with Renee Zellweger. That's that's uh, Jerry right. Maguire.
0: Wow. You had me at banged against the refrigerator. I Oh, that is a layered joke, isn't it? I think that's got layers to that, and showed that I knew the film. Had me at hello. Was it? Is that the famous phrase? I don't know. Um, Yes. Okay, that's that's interesting. Maybe there is some sort of history with the with that particular with her that made them not like each other.
1: I'm I'm not saying that scene had anything to do with anything.
0: Well, yeah, maybe maybe Tom was rude on the set and that kind of thing, or maybe it is. Maybe Tom also doesn't like gay people.
1: Oh, Tom is just as homophobic as Dave is. Like, you have oh. to understand, Scientologists are homophobic. It's it's based, Scientology is homophobic. That's the thing. Like, John Travolta is one of the rare exceptions. That's why I always feel bad that he even has to continue. I say has to, he doesn't have to, but continue to be a part of this organization that looks down on him as a matter of their fundamental beliefs. So, yes. Um. Also, I think, Um. you know, uh, Tom, notoriously, I think it's, uh, was it, it's either Mark Headley or Mike Rinder who told this story of, um, uh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth was a huge embarrassment to L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology. Well, and John Travolta and David Miscavige micromanaged every part of that production. And I think when that movie came out, David Miscavige said, this is literally the best movie that's ever been made. And then, and then the movie came out and Tom, Tom Cruise called Dave, Dave Miscavige and said, oh my God, what is the deal with this horrible movie? And then Miscavige is like, oh yeah, it's terrible. John screwed this all up. Like, like he immediately threw John Travolta under the bus for Battlefield Earth when John Travolta is not the one responsible for that movie being such a, a piece of shit. Oh David Miscavige my. is the one responsible for that movie being a piece of shit. So, um, I don't know. It's just a funny anecdote of the, uh, mm. one, if, if Tom Cruise didn't have enough reasons to not like John Travolta, Battlefield Earth, it gave him all the reason that he needed you know it Wouldn't was it supposed be to be to get, it was supposed uh, to be like elron hubbard's debutante ball into you know <laughs> modern hollywood um, i'm sure if battlefield earth was a success we would have seen movies about mission earth and bucks, bu- buckskin brigades and fear and uh, revolt in the stars and all this stuff but it didn't work out that way
0: john atak was telling me about something called arslick or something that um, <laughs> um which just showed that um, that l One Hubbard was taking the piss. You know, he just changed the pronunciation, the pronunciation of like, was it wasn't, I, I don't know what he changed it to. Do you know what I'm referring to? Are you saying what I think you're saying? Yeah, but it, it was, it was, let's see. Uh, I'm going to type it in now. Uh, you know, John's got this sort of encyclopedic knowledge of mad stuff. Are you saying um, ass lick? Yeah, but he, but, but spelt the British way and, ah, uh, I can't find it now. <laughs> I don't, someone will know what i'm talking about it, it it's like like i don't know what it is it's like a planet or something that's in the scientology myth
1: tgac tgac farsec Farsac is else. the secret is the planet that all psychiatrists are supposed to have come from but most scientologists would never have heard of that because that's in like some like confidential LRH advice or something. <clears throat> Can someone in the comments tell me what I'm talking about? It's something like
0: "ask like," "arrest like," or something. You're going to get like your stream
1: demonetized if you keep saying that. <laughs> no,
0: I've got to stop saying that. <laughs> oh no. Um, okay. I've also, while, while, you know, this is, we're doing the multi things, we're doing loads of things. We're like Tom in Minority Report doing shup, shup, shup. I've got ChatGPT up because I was just wondering, has Tom ever played a gay character? Because I was just intrigued. You know, I couldn't think of one. And there is well, one. Well, except for can Maverick think- and
1: Top Gun. Maverick and Top Gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's not openly
1: gay, is it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you, can you think of the one character that might have been gay that he did play? This is what ChatGPT, this is what ChatGPT is pretty good.
1: Is, is this one that, would be obvious, or it's a joke almost? Mm.
0: It's, not, it's not a joke, but it's- uh, leg- Legend? No, no. It, he okay, did, he did what-
1: appear on screen with a unicorn in that movie.
0: Well, you got to have a unicorn sometimes. So ChatGPT says, <sighs> yes, thanks for asking, Andrew. Tom Cruise has played a gay character in the 1999- Film Magnolia, he portrayed the role of Frank T.J. Mackey, a motivational speaker with a complex and troubled past. While the character of Mackey is not explicitly gay, there are elements in the film that suggest his character grapples with issues related to sexuality and masculinity. However, it's important to note that the character's sexuality is not a central aspect of the film and is subject to interpretation. That's a really interesting one because I was thinking maybe he doesn't hate gay people and he's played like a gay person who's like an icon and really good. But the only time he has played someone is this guy who's an absolute dick. He's like the evil guy is the gay guy. So it doesn't support Tom in like, oh, maybe he's not really homophobic. He's played a gay person and made them look good because this guy is an absolute just horror show. There's the guy in that film.
1: I thought that was one of Tom's best performances in that movie. Uh, but okay, so I, I understand why ChatGPT would say that, but it is a bit of a stretch. Um, yeah, maybe. You know, Tom Tom Cruise is a true, true, true believer in Scientology, and he uh, okay uh, for for him or any Scientologist who believes as deeply as Tom does, for them to deny hating gay people, they would have to go well. We don't hate them just because we think there's something wrong with them. And you go okay, fine, fine. Um, now I did recently do a video about a report from a high-level Scientologist who was close with the Travoltas, who wrote a report on the Travoltas. And in that report, she goes on and on about why it's okay to use gay slurs. And in the report, she explains, she even does a little like parenthetical clause. Oh, I just want to be clear for the record that I absolutely think that, you know, pedophiles and perverts and homosexuals are at one, one on the tone scale. And I will not associate with anyone under 2.5 on the tone scale. And I just want to be clear that I believe in what L. Ron Hubbard said. And I I don't want anyone to think that I'm soft peddling my belief in Scientology. And and she even quoted uh, Kelly Preston in that report as using some extremely offensive gay slurs. It's just Tom Cruise hates gay people. You can clip that. (laughs) Tom Cruise hates gay people. You can clip that. I like that. By the
0: way. Right, ChatGPT has been doing some work for us here. lycus is a concept within the belief system of Scientology, but its exact meaning and significance can be somewhat obscure, and is primarily understood within the context of Scientology's unique doctrines and teachings. Uh, and then it doesn't really go into any anymore. It's just oh, lycus is one of the one of the many terms that Hubbard introduced to his in his lectures and writings. It's part of a broader set of beliefs and not easily understood. It's just sort of copying that. Uh, John told me what it was, but. I, I don't know, and it, but it was basically the the fact was that he had gone uh, to to the UK and sort of heard people saying ass liquor" and just took that. And I was like, Are you t-? "Was he just joking then?" And and John was, John was sort of suggesting, "Yeah, he does sort of take the piss a bit." Uh, Mel Ron Hubbard, is is that right?
1: I don't All know. I can say, is I I have no idea what term uh, John is referring to or what lecture it might be in. Like, I I just don't know.
0: In Scientology, this is known as incident one. Another important no, that's something else. Another important event in Scientology's chronology of the universe occurred on a space city known as Arslicus, the inhabitants <laughs> of whom brought about an incident when capturing Thetans.
1: Um okay, that, that one's new to me. How is that spelled? How is that being spelled right there?
0: A R S L Y C U S. Oh my
1: Oh, Arslicus! Oh my god, that is so well, funny
0: yeah but it looks like he's done it on purpose
1: <laughs> oh my god that is amazing
0: yeah that's i'm what looking at it right John. now
1: online <laughs> oh my god Ars like yeah. see you the thing is even if you even if he spent time over in the uk right and thought oh this will yeah. be funny because the americans won't know what i'm joking about here <laughs> scientology was Relatively well established in the UK, so I guess you'd have to ask yourself: w- Would he have thought that none of the UK Scientologists would have been like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. hold, hold on, now, hold on, come on"?
0: Yeah, well, I suppose. But, but you could say the, the same thing you know. about
1: you could say the same thing about him using um, the the word in Scientology "wog." Like he should have known that British Scientologists would have been like, or Australian Scientologists yeah. would have been like. Don't, don't keep saying it. I, I will. <laughs> He he should have known that you know Scientologists in other countries of the world have been like, what did you say? Yeah. What 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 word are we using now? Because that that is a slur
0: against Black people, and he probably was very much aware of that.
1: Yeah. Or or in like in Australia, it's a slur against Italians. Or mm. um, it, it, in various countries, it's a racial slur. In America, it means nothing. Like like no. Mm. There's no awareness over here that it's even a slur anywhere. I didn't even know it was a slur until after I was out of Scientology.
0: He's teaching you stuff, isn't he, L1 Hubbard? So there
1: you
0: go. <laughs> um, I got a couple more John Travolta questions. Is that all right? Sure. Um, how did he first get into into Scientology?
1: Oh my God! <clears throat> I think some um, a, a, a woman named Spanky Taylor or Avon or Taylor, but she goes by Spanky, uh, <laughs> right. was, in, was 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 pivotal in getting John into Scientology. I just can't remember if she's the one who was assigned to John after he walked into Scientology for the first time, or if she was part of the reason he ever came into Scientology in the first place. I don't distinctly remember. I can't I can't really comment on that.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, what, I mean, I don't know how, that would get us into a whole thing I was gonna ask about his son actually, but I think it's a whole thing. Um, No, I think I think we're. we're Oh, and also, I
1: also I think it's worth commenting on that. Back when John got into Scientology, Scientology wasn't so as like rigid and interested in your sex life to an incredible detail, and it was much less of a fascistic organization back then than it is now. You know, mm. I mean, everything it has become is still based on what L. Ron Hubbard created and and, and Scientology got more and more fascistic uh, uh, later and later on in L. Ron Hubbard's life. And now, of course, under David Miscavige, it's, you know gone even insanely more in that direction. But back then, John getting in <clears throat> and maybe, you know, having this bisexual uh, bisexuality about him wouldn't have been like, oh, my God. Now, now the book that L. Ron Hubbard wrote, Science of Survival, that basically said all gay people are bad. I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but essentially that's what it says. That book was written in 1952. So it was still part of the doctrine of Scientology. It's just that people didn't quite care as much back then for whatever that's worth. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you'll, you'll hear a lot of people, a lot of people, former Scientologists who got back, who got in in the 60s and the 70s. It was more of a carefree self-help kind of uh, even um, new age, um, I almost want to say hippie-ish, but I don't want to overstate it, Uh, sort of live and let live, uh, be happier, you know, be in control of your life kind of stuff. Uh, It would have been easy, like I don't think a John Travolta uh, would ever get into Scientology of today. I guess that's what I'm really going for there. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah.
0: I spoke with Mike Brown the other day about Scientology, and that will come out soon. That was a recorded episode. But as he was speaking, I remember thinking, isn't it amazing how much Scientology mirrors authoritarianism or, or as you say fascism in countries and states and regimes and things and one of the key things you see time and time again is the guy who invented it is really bad and does all this bad stuff and then dies and everyone's like oh phew we can all be relieved now and then the guy comes and takes it's the son usually but in this case it's david miscavige comes in and takes the place and is much worse and everyone's like oh my god i wish we had the first guy back
1: <laughs> nah. yeah it's true uh, It's true. I think this is why people ask all the time, you know, what will happen to Scientology when Miscavige dies? Could anyone else take it over and make it sort of a, a kinder, gentler version of itself? And I'll usually be like, it seems like it would almost be impossible not to become some kinder, gentler version. Like, how could you be worse than David Miscavige? But, you know, uh, it can always get worse, I guess.
0: It can always get worse. It- Thank you, Aaron Smith-Levin. He's a knowledgeable source. He's an ex-Scientologist, of course. And you can find him growing up in Scientology because that's what he did. He grew up in Scientology. He's out now, of course. And I hope you guys found that really interesting. As I was saying before, there are lots of big changes that I think you guys will like coming up. And please do share this, uh, this podcast, just share it on Twitter and socials and things like that. Um, It will be good to grow it as much as possible. And it's quite hard to grow an audio podcast um, rather than a YouTube YouTube channel which sort of just goes out into the algorithm the audio podcast has to be shared really so i hope you will do that and i hope i'll see you soon
1: hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.